0: Welcome back everybody This is episode 7 of Just a Couple of Thoughts I'm Kevin and I'm the only one of the regular hosts here Sarah's on vacation right now Bye Sarah Yes, and as you heard, we have uh, our friend here What do you want to be referred to as? Would you rather be referred to as your regular name or
1: your screen name? My regular cool ass screen name? Nah, nah, nah I think you guys should humble me with just my regular name Hi My okay. name's Ben <laughs>
0: So, you actually, between all of our friends, you actually have an internet pres- presence. It's a small one, but I do enjoy it, yes. You say small. Okay, I guess relativity is small, yes. But it's bigger than most people, I would say. Oh. Okay, it's bigger than the average person, obviously, right? Because the average person almost has no internet presence. So, you're not up there with, like, even like mid tier YouTubers who have like a around a, like a thousand ish, not a, like a hundred thousand uh, subscribers yeah. or like ten thousand. But you're you have about like how many Twitter followers do you have?
1: Uh, on Twitter, I currently have around five hundred sixty or something. But then mm. on my old blogs before Twitter, it was round rounded up to like the four thousands.
0: Yeah. So you you actually if like someone. There's, there's definitely someone who follows you like you actually have like a fan base that wouldn't be an exaggeration right uh they like me i hope all right well let's properly introduce you as your actual screen name then
1: all right hi uh my online alias is kipes k-a-i-p-s i don't know how to perfectly pronounce it so i just call it kai in any case what what do you mean don't I don't know Cause like in in the beginning The name was like Kaipo K-A-I-P-O Which was like Some sort of Hawaiian name But then it ended up Being Kipes Because one of my Cool friends just said Hey Kipes I'm like oh You know what I'm gonna stick with that So I just stuck with that My entire life now uh, But because of How it's pronounced I have no idea How it's actually pronounced So it's like People Either say like Capes Or Kipes I just say Kai Okay Kai
0: I mean, I'm just saying, like, because it is your screen name. You could pronounce it however you want. I have no idea how to actually pronounce it, so I'm just sticking with Kai. Okay, Kai. Hey. (laughs) Well, on the podcast, I usually like to... I refer to Sarah as her just regular name, so I'm just going to... Unless the guest wants me to do so, I'm just going to call you by your regular name. Is that okay, Ben? (laughs) I'll take that. All right. So... um, Why don't you continue introducing yourself to tell the audience about yourself before we actually get into our topics?
1: Hi, my name is Ben. I'm 24 years old, male, Chinese, live in California. A little bit too much detail. (laughs) All right, great. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm just a friend of Kevin and Sarah's. So uh, by mutual uh, getting to know each other, we finally got ourselves into uh, substituting Sarah with me for the day.
0: For the podcast, yes. For the podcast, yes. (laughs) So, um, so for those who don't know Kai or Kypes or Ben, uh, you are an artist. Yes, I am. Yeah, to be more specific, you're a graphic designer. That's your actual job. Yes, I do freelance
1: graphic design with illustrations, drawings, and making business cards and post boards. And basically my motto is if you can see it, I can make it.
0: Ah, okay. So, um... So that's generally what you do But you also Do lots of re- Just regular art online
1: Yes Mostly on Tumblr? Uh, Tumblr, Twitter I usually just shove Whatever I can feel like there It's mostly just me doodling And having fun with friends From time to time
0: Yeah Um. Yeah Just a little bit more about yourself Like
1: What no, do you do? <laughs> hmm, let's see so, okay, so I've built up my uh, online alias for about five years. I've started about five years ago with the internet, and ever since then just kept on building a small little fan base, doing doodles here and there, and it it's nice. It's nice to have, like, some sort of uh, welcoming feeling online and help me feel reassured about myself, and, you know, just running a blog is fun.
0: Yeah, Th- that... That's kinda of like the main difference between like me and Sarah and most other people who are more active on the internet is that we are like one step away from being active on the internet. We're kinda of like just we we know about all the internet stuff, but we do not actively participate in it in it. You know what I mean?
1: You guys are the internet historians, but then you go you won't actually act in the wars.
0: I don't even know. I would call some historians, but yes. <laughs> um, so, like, for instance, I know that you used to freak a fortune, right?
1: Uh it's it's mostly my girlfriend who actually does that mm. a
0: little bit. Uh, I just know how oh, to use it. If that's I right, your girlfriend. Oh yeah. So in- well, since since this is a couples podcast, might as well talk about your girlfriend too. Oh, yeah. Who is. Has a bigger internet presence than you do <laughs> Exactly
1: So hi, my name is Ben And my girlfriend, uh, I don't know if she would want to be called by her real name But I'll just call her PK Bunny mm. Um, Yeah, no, take my internet uh, um face And just multiply it by about 10 You'll get her She has a lot more presence on the websites than I do
0: mm. Well, to be fair, like I'm pretty sure both of you I'm going to check this right now if I look up just PK Bunny, she's the first result. And if I look up Kipes, you are also the first result. Oh, yay. Yeah, your, Twitter, uh, your Tumblr comes up.
1: I tried to fight all those other Hawaiian guys to get the first <laughs> results. I feel bad, but at the same time, I'm pretty proud.
0: Yeah, so I feel like... you. I feel like people start having internet presence when they're the first result of Google. When they look up their name, right? Yeah. Or at least a screen name. I, I think that's like the start of like you... Or at least recognized. Well,
1: I mean, in that case, it also depends on your username from time to time. Like, yeah. if your username is Big Dick Energy sixty nine, it probably won't show up on Google if you first search it up. Mm. Oh yeah, just so you guys know, me and PK are a couple, and I thought it'd be convenient to bring it onto this, uh, you know, podcast, which is couples talking with each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it's surprisingly enough, my username. I's actually unique enough that's the first result, really? Yes, yeah, so if you look up Wakamechi it, my twitch comes up. oh shit, yeah, so
1: is there other Wakamechi stuff?
0: I don't think so. that's the thing, so I guess it's unique enough. Oh, then what does Wakamechi stand for? Nothing, nothing hmm, sh- no, technically nothing the the way I got that username uh yeah and yes, generally my username for stuff is Wakamechi. Um, I use Wakamechi I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through my history of usernames <laughs> I, Do you have a history of usernames? I do Alright, after I go, you go So, I actually have a history of usernames So before, my username was just like Um Like, it would just be like My birth, like the birthday date Like, um, so 11 uh, Like, 3, whatever right? right? And then the year So it's like those people who are like, oh, this is uh, like this is John Smith. Uh, like 11, 14, 1995 or something like that, right? XX, <laughs> right? Um, and after that, I had a middle school username, which is something I am both simultaneously embarrassed and not embarrassed about. <laughs> it is um Infinite Dark Angel, which is unique enough that it is not taken in almost anything. <laughs> um yeah i I think the way i got that name was it used it was just i like the word infinity a lot right right so i'll just type in infinity and you know, was like that'll be taken because that's a common thing and i was edgy so i put in dark <laughs> so it'll be infinity dark infinity dark that didn't work so i do infinite dark right and infinite dark worked for a lot of sites but not all of them so, I add on Angel on there. So, Infinite Dark Angel was my middle school username for a long time. And actually, it lasted me a super long time because I was too lazy to make an actual username that I'm more comfortable using. Right. Because I never had an internet presence. So, I was never really embarrassed about it because no one knew who I was. Um, and eventually, um, I got Wakamechi. And the way I got Wakamechi is I was in college... I was playing ODS DS games, huh. and I was playing a Tamagotchi game. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, for Tamagotchi, they'll always uh, ask you to put the name in, and then they'll add the chi on, at the end, right? Right. So, um, I just put down like walk and Match, and basically it filled it in, because Waka Match, I think, It only allowed eight characters. So, I filled in all the eight characters, and then it added in the chi. So, uh, Wakamechi, and I just liked the way it sounded, so I just kept that throughout the entire time. Honestly, it's pretty cool. So, that's my username. It came from a Tamagotchi game, and now it's unique enough that it's on Google. Hey, it works for everywhere, too. Yeah. For the most part, it was taken on Twitter, actually. What? Yeah, someone had Wakamechi on Twitter, and so my Twitter handle, which I never update, so don't even bother following me, is klwakamechi.
1: Oh, well, I think I already follow you on Twitter though.
0: Yeah, you do. I don't use it. Use no, it no. really.
1: You don't you don't use it? Your icon's not even updated or anything.
0: No. It just exists. No, neither on Twitch. I don't have an icon for Twitch. Huh. Because I don't have an icon in general. Like I know you, if you look up Kypes, your icon is will always be the like that cat symbol yeah. or one of your older symbols. But like it's is recognizably your art, right? Right. I don't do art. I don't do graphic design and I don't really have an icon. So it's just Whatever I feel like putting up on there We'll fix you up with one at the end of this day then <laughs> Sure if you want Like I know my icon for Discord Is a uh, uh, A panel from Blue pa- um, blue Chair Do you know who Blue Chair is? Shen? Uh, I don't know any chairs that are blue Do you know Bike Cuck? Okay I don't know any cucks that are bikes Uh No you don't know that meme? <laughs> uh, I, what? Yeah it was
1: a meme Okay uh, for what basis like Something on Jontron? No, it was it was it was an old comic meme because um. Oh, okay, comic stuff. Then you'll you'll get into it. I have never really touched a comic. No, because it,
0: it was very popular meme on Twitter and for YouTube for a very short while, um, but um, like PewDiePie did a meme review on it, <laughs> uh, where um, it's basically. The the character in the comic is called Shen, right? Right. Um, because that's his screen name, and um, so he gets his bike stolen, right? And he oh Shen comics. Yeah, Shen comics. Okay, no, I know that dude. Yeah, he made he makes Blue Chair, and Blue Chair is basically like these short skit stories that, uh, he posts on webtoons, and one of the webtoons, um, was a uh, was like a stolen bike, um, thing.
1: Oh yeah, that one got really, really
0: popular. Yeah,
1: I know. Okay, okay. So and it no. was
0: that meme was called bike Cuck
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, it it got um it got to the point where he made a com he made a comic i on Shen where he was just like um he he was like I had to sacrifice uh you and it was just like uh the imperformism uh, of like his dignity and then he was selling prints <laughs> of the bike cook. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like um so it's actually a panel from one of his comics where he's just sitting on like a chair and there's flames beneath him. He's like, Yes, um, entertain me basically. So I just post up whatever as my icon usually. I don't okay. have a standard icon. Okay. So what were you? What's your history with the usernames?
1: Okay, so uh, back then. Uh when I first started like MMOs and games like that it it used to be like maniac 1994 because I was born in 1994. Why maniac? I don't know. I thought it sounded cool. I had that for my Neopets. I mean,
0: okay, to be fair, I thought infinity sounded cool. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh
1: then I forgot the password to my email so I was like, ah, dang, I can't use that anymore. So, I completely gave up on that. I lost all my Neopets. My Neopets are probably starving right now. I feel really bad for them, but you yeah, know, it's okay. Um and then i moved on to using like tumblr i'm like oh great i could just put my real name as my um my internet handle mm-hmm. i was like you know that's kind of dumb and <laughs> it, it's it's also funny because uh um you mentioned how you got your username from a ds game right yeah i got mine from a ds game called uh digimon world championship ds how about you just say you got yours as Kypes or are or, or you talking about kaipo Yes. Oh, you're talking about Kaipo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, uh, I caught an Agumon, and the random name generator came up as Raikou. Okay. And then I called a It was uh, Kaipo. I was like, "Oh wow, these are two cool names. I'm keeping these two. I'm treasuring YouTube for the rest of my life." Uh, a month later, my DS got stolen and I lost them. But you know, uh, but I kept uh, Raikou as my username online, and I'm like, "Dang, that's actually pretty cool." So let me change it
0: to King Raikou, because you know. <laughs> oh, I remember that. You remember King Raikou? I remember seeing like some of your old logins as King Raikou or whatever. Oh, it was like for some other random Skype. sites. It was yeah, probably it was Skype. Yeah, it was Skype. Yeah, yeah, it was Skype.
1: I I had King Raikou on Skype. Yeah. And then uh, I followed someone who was named Queen Rai. I'm like, wow, I feel really bad. They're probably a little bit more popular than me, so let me just change my username so it doesn't sound like we're related to one another. (laughs) So I just changed to Kaipo the Asian guy. I'm like, no, adding the Asian guy a bit to the end is kind of really weird. So just went to kypo then one of my friends just called me kypes out of the blue i'm like yeah no I'm stuck with it i'm just kypes
0: you're just kypes now. know kypes yeah because okay, like i know i i made infinite dark angel for a reason because i could have just done like my name and then like 1995 or whatever right or just something in the 1995 but i distinctly did not want to have dates or even numbers in my username because i thought the numbers and usernames just look ugly. All right. I, uh, which is why I thought of just like words. And because I was an edgy middle school boy, uh, Infinite Dark Angel was the first words I came up with. <laughs> so it, it, um, I see... You see, yours actually have like a regular plot progression in how you got your username more or less mine was just jumping to like oh it's just a rendered like kind of like a work email name right it's just like oh my name and then the date and then infinite dark angel the the middle school me and then wakamechi which is me now i'm more i'm more comfortable with wakamechi i feel like i if i get called by it like online or whatever i know what they're talking about at least right right and i'm not i'm not like cringing over wakamechi Unless, like, people actually point out, like, is that a Tamagotchi name? I'm like, yeah, sort of. (laughs) But you're never going to find a Tamagotchi named Wakamechi, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Because I believe I also purposely um, made Wakamechi formatted it in a way that it does not directly trans. it can't directly translate to a Tamagotchi name. Because I believe, like, there's some other small rules that Tamagotchi need to have Tamagotchi has like a whole lore based on names mm, Sort of There's like a formatting for the end And Wakamechi does not fully commit to it Basically I think it's the T part But like Because it's, it's Met and then Chi okay. So I think the like M-E-T And then Chi That, that kind of breaks the rules for tamu- uh, Tamagotchi's. Oh I know why what? Because uh, Tamagotchi's All the names are based on the Japanese language
1: Oh. So you can do wa, you
0: can do ka, but you can't do met. You could do me, but you can't put that t in before the chi. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you'll never find a Tamagotchi named Wakamechi. Yeah,
1: you're you're your own unique uh unofficial Tamagotchi. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, if you ever do build up a internet personality or presence, people could just nickname you to Waka or something.
0: I guess it could. I mean, like I'll Be a little bit more confused with what they're talking about because I feel like Waka is a little bit too common, right? Um, I, I try to make my usernames as unique as possible, hence Infinite Dark Angel. <laughs> um, that because the reason why it became that long and that like edgy is because that will almost never get taken. But like Wakamechi, um, uh, was something that was simple enough and like I found was rarely taken that I can use it, but um. Unless this podcast is popular enough and some asshole out here <laughs> just decides to take the name everywhere.
1: He's going to start up uh, the name on every single MMO he knows and pops it up on YouTube, Yahoo, Bing.
0: God, I remember when that used to be a problem for some people on like old school YouTube. Right. Where there were just uh, a lot of the you know, like people who do games will get the username stolen basically before they actually get to play the game oh
1: wait like people purposely made the username just so they can't play it
0: yeah oh okay like, there, was, there was lots of like uh nikahigas out in different mmos oh right yeah oh yeah yeah so they were just like purposely to like, just try to take their names before anyone else can um before even the actual person can play it so um I know that used to be a problem, I don't know about now. Well, for me,
1: it's still a problem, mostly because Kaipo is, is just a generic Hawaiian name, if
0: anything. So mm.
1: it's everywhere. People take kaipo, Kipes, K I P
0: P S. Is it is it kaipo also the thing like Moogle say? Kupo. Oh, that's right. It's Kupo, not Kaipo. I like yeah. that. I'm gonna keep that in mind. <laughs> hey, make a make a Moogle OC that just says Kaipo. <laughs> My Moogle Sona. <laughs> Uh, I am not gonna let this down. Watch, Pam. Pam's gonna draw that for you now. <laughs> She's gonna listen to this podcast because you guys apparently you guys listen to this podcast.
1: We we listen to it like consistently from time to time. Like we pop open uh, rabbits.tv mm. and we just listen, watch memes, watch anime together at the same time. So we get to listen to your podcast from here and there. It's nice It's really nice to get to um, Check out how our friends are doing Especially since uh, Pam really, really likes uh, Listening to podcasts And I've never really Touched on podcasts before
0: Yeah, so Because I really like podcasts That's the whole reason I like doing podcasts It's like you're with friends But not Yeah, sort of <laughs> It's. Uh, it depends on the podcast Some podcasts are solo Like it's just them Talking and by themselves? Yeah, sort of They'll just have a topic They don't want to talk about It's more like a ted talk than anything usually i'm gonna be honest i don't know what a ted talk is it's like a lecture okay there you go yeah some a lot of people will have like podcasts by themselves it's not as common as like um i think hello internet which is another podcast i listen to refers to it as two heads talking which is just one person and another person it's just kind of like an interview style except it's back and forth okay um but some other podcasts will have like group of people i know h3h3 has is just those um Ethan um, and, oh, what's her name? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, not really, because I know nothing about podcasts. Yeah, is, is, is Ethan Klein and something. Oh, I forgot her name. I feel bad. Captain Klein? No, Ethan Klein. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, he would have uh, him and his girlfriend and then a guest on. And sometimes like, the sound people will also talk to. But it's a live YouTube podcast
1: Oh wait, I think there is a podcast I sort of check out But it's only whenever my sister just slaps it on the TV It's a girl who's always talking And eating food at the exact same time
0: Okay she's. She... It sounds like one of those Twitch like, um, IRL streams It's sort of like that It's yeah, no, it's
1: it's basically like that if anything else. Except that they got like really good food. They got a hot pot or a stove just cooking food uh heating up food while they eat it all in front of the camera.
0: Yeah, it sounds like one of those like Twitch RL streams. Or the the uh what's it, mukbang? The the YouTube thing where they just eat food. Just eat food, no talking or anything? I don't know they talk. I just know like it it's a Korean thing, and then they just eat food. So will know more about it. Okay. Uh, she doesn't really watch the videos, but she knows about it. God, I'd like to do that one day. Just get paid to eat food. You can. You have an audience. Oh, that's the thing. You're just not a hot girl. You need to get, You need to get Pam to do it with you. That's the thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn, that would be working. But
1: I mean, I can either be a hot girl,
0: or I could just get the gay guy audience. Be get the gay guy audience.
1: The audience of just one gay guy Just
0: just a gay guy Just a single gay guy Is like, okay, hi Ben (laughs) Hey, how
1: you doing? My name is Ben Uh, I'm already taking, but, you know Donate
0: if you want (laughs) You know, give me some singles (laughs) Yeah, like uh, I really enjoy podcasts Uh, I listen to it on my commute all the time Um, But I just don't follow a lot of podcasts I have like very certain podcasts I listen to Right. Other than that, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, let's see. Oh,
1: alright. I wanted to bring up the topic of small little things that make you happy in life.
0: Okay. Well, why don't you start? Because I'm I'm curious what what you're talking about. Because uh, I'm not entirely sure what you're talking about.
1: Well, I didn't think about like how I would really stretch this out. So you know, it's just it's just a small topic I wanted to bring up. Like. Whenever I'm driving, I see some people crossing the street, and sometimes some people will sprint, make a sprint, and go a little bit faster so that I can pass. And
0: that makes you happy.
1: That makes me genuinely really happy, honestly. Like whenever I'm the, um, I'm the people walking by, and someone lets me pass, they stop in front of me, and while I'm running in front of them, I always make a heart symbol, and I love seeing how they would just smile up and. Just making someone feel happy Makes me feel happy
0: Well, I can tell you one thing This is going to be a very short thing on my side <laughs> Uh, cause I don't get happiness from other people like that Um I'm trying to think of like, small things that make me happy Uh, I guess Other than my girlfriend Obviously Aww. Cause otherwise I wouldn't be with her Like, there's nothing that like small things that make me happy often um because it's usually just me just getting through life because <laughs> you, you, cause you know me um like i'm working now so most of my time is dedicated to work right uh, or playing games which i guess playing games make me like sort of happy um it's it's not, a fun that, it's not a thing that I would kind of describe as happy. It really just passes your time, if anything. I don't even know is that. Because passes time is like YouTube for me. Huh. But games some something different. It's, like, it's fun, but I'm not sure I'll call it ha- making me happy.
1: Yeah. Mm, would, you don't, I don't think you have to say enjoying something as happy, if anything,
0: then. No, because I definitely enjoy it. Okay. I'm just using the word happy for it just doesn't sound right. It's, um... Because to me, like, happy is, like, something that brings me, like, joy. Right? Right. And I... In playing games, like, I enjoy doing it, but it doesn't bring me joy. I don't know, like, how to exactly describe it, honestly.
1: It's your infinite darkness
0: that's holding onto your heart.
1: <laughs> it won't let you go, man.
0: No, because, like... It, it's not the same kind of happiness that I get from, like... Um... Like, getting a gift, right? Getting a gift makes people happy, right? Right. Uh, and if I got a gift, yes, that'll make me happy. But it that's not the same happiness I get from playing, like, games. Or, like, from being with Sarah. Or from, like... No, well, being with Sarah, like, that's the same kind of happiness. Right. Being with Sarah, like, makes me happy in a way that, like, oh, it's similar, like, to getting a gift. Or getting a present. Or, like, it, it makes me happy in a way that, like, uh oh, like... I want to do this more because it makes me happy. Playing games is not like that for me. Playing games is something like, oh, I like doing this. And that's it. It's very like a base emotion. Does it feel like a chore or like you're learning something off of it, though? No, it definitely doesn't feel like a chore. Okay. Learning something might be closer to it.
1: I always thought about it like that Because if any case It might be like for the type of people Who want to build their own stories Their own lords Or their own gameplay They like to play games To learn different aspects of gameplay So that they can try to see If they can mesh it into their Own inner game they have On the inside of their brains
0: <laughs> Um, I know what you mean uh, By that Like because uh, like For instance When I played uh Lisa Right uh, Lisa Lisa's Painful um playing that game made me really think about like uh how games are right uh so so like knowing like playing the game for the game mechanics like lisa is something that uh i enjoy doing and like i enjoy like thinking about i would never personally become a game developer that is something that's like way out of my scope and something i never want to do you personally. never
1: want to do it or
0: i never want to do be a game developer it's it's hell okay
1: well well what about if you have your own story and you would like it uh, like
0: to see it fleshed out i would rather outsource it okay i would uh i would rather sell my story and get less of the profit then actually try to make it as a game and get more of the profit. Okay,
1: so you just want to see it fleshed out, if anything. You're not really I, in for the money.
0: Yeah, if I have a story, I want to see fleshed out. Um, I would rather give it to someone else so they can flesh it out if they choose to, right? If they choose to, or I pay them. Okay. One or the other.
1: It's not just for games, but also for comic ideas and all these other sort of stories that you have as well.
0: Yeah, like for for instance, like uh, I'm not gonna go into them because they're. Some some of the ideas I still want to do, obviously, right? Like uh, the detective story that we wanted to make a game of a long time ago. Uh, I still want to do that, just maybe in a different format now. Like I, I maybe want to do it as a comic, or maybe I may want to do it as like a just like a short like internet story. Yeah. Right. Visual novel. Yeah. Dating simulator. Or just or just something else, but maybe not as like a game, like how we intended it to in the uh, beginning. Right. Um, or like the Like the fantasy idea I, I want to Like I wanted to give you And if you want to do it um, That is an idea that I would rather Have Someone else do Than rather have Myself do And if they choose to pick it up Or if they choose to um, Or if I pay them do it Or they just completely drop it That's fine with me Right
1: Would the reason for that be Because of uh, time Resources or skills
0: um uh, it's a combination of skills and um I don't want to say time because time kind of implies like oh I just don't have the time to do it that's not true if if I really wanted to I could definitely do it but it's more of like I I feel like my ideas or at least some ideas I would say like at least five percent of my ideas are worth fleshing out but I don't think that I am the person to flesh them out. Okay. Right. Uh, for instance, like the the fantasy idea I wanted to do. Right. Like for those people we mentioned before, but Sarah's also an artist, right? She also draw uh, draws and uh is also an she's an illustrator. Um, so for her, I would want to do the detective story I want to do. The thing is, detectives really hard to write for. Like mystery is really hard to write for. You have to think of the whole situation. The yeah, you have cases, to think of the whole thing the and whole like
1: plot twist and everything else.
0: Yeah, and my in the story I want to do it has a definitive end too, so it's something I want to completely flesh out before I hand it over, right? Right. So that is something that it would take a while uh, for me to even hand over. But the other thing I wanted so that's something I want to give to Sarah because I feel like her art style and the way um yeah and the way that she the feeling that she has with her art was sort of, is mostly similar to what I want to do for that story. Right. Meanwhile, the fantasy idea I want to do is a fantasy comedy thing. And I feel like Sarah's art style is not... It's not I'm not saying she can't do it, but it's not something that I would want for the story, which is why I would rather give it to you personally.
1: The story is more based off like a more humorous thing, correct?
0: Yeah. Okay. So uh, I would... I'd rather give it to you rather than Sarah or, or a than Sarah or someone else art style which is more like um I don't want to say straightforward but more um uh, in a polished style because Sarah's art style is not like this super polished style and that's like kind of what I like about it it's kind of like um not exactly rough or not not even unfinished but it's not like uh, it's not in a way that you can describe as super clean.
1: It it has uh, the art style of, uh, geared towards like a more detailed and more emotional
0: tones, if anything. Yeah, yeah, that, exactly. It's it's more emotional. It's more like personal, right? That that's why her art style re- is works really well in traditional art styles. Right. Right. While well, um while well, the the common idea one for you is um something I feel like I would rather have like a more, uh, polished, more like digital art. Our style a more playful tone because yeah. it doesn't really need to
1: have like a whole deep backstory to everything else it's just
0: yeah. it doesn't need to be like super detailed it doesn't need to have all this but yeah. it, it needs but it doesn't necessarily need to be like this but i would prefer to have a feel of like a more playful tone and more um polished more like welcoming is not the right word but like more like comforting tone hmm. right um so so for me like those two ideas are something I would rather hand off to other people. Um, and if, like because the only thing that like I feel like I can do that I feel like it would be uh, all right for my skill level is just right.
1: Have you ever thought of like setting out your since your your personal media can't be uh, brought out to comics or into video games by your
0: own hands, but like have you ever thought about making books? I have. Uh I've written a lot before. Uh definitely in high school. Uh I I've written a lot. Um they're not good. I'm not going to say they're good. But I have them like published um in like very small amounts, right? Like maybe like uh like a thousand books. You have a thousand books made? No. I mean, a thousand books will be published. Ah, okay. So okay. I think in to- in terms of total books I have, um I have about like 20 books and, like, 50 books published and they're all, like, just spread out somewhere in like, a a pen name, to which I'll never share with anybody. <laughs> I'll find it one day, I'm pretty sure. No, you won't. Okay, well, They're, they're so disconnected from me. Like, it's it literally will be impossible for you to find unless you, like... Someone did, like, a background search on me. <laughs> no, I'll pass on that. It's yeah, too much effort. It, it really is just too much effort for, like, books that may or may not even exist anymore. Like, they... Uh, Cause they're it's not hard to publish a book. For those people who was wondering, it's really not hard to publish a book. To publish a book well is different. <laughs> that's that's different. But to like publish a book and just to have it up somewhere. Because like when I wrote these books, before like, Amazon books were a big thing. Right. Or before like online sources was a big thing. Right. So they're so they're really just out there in like these very small shops, or like bu- these very small bookstores. Wait. So you have like these books printed out and like yeah, mass? they're printed out. Yeah. A lot of them, like for each book? No, not a lot of them. Huh. They're very small amounts and they're all appendix and they're all not good. <laughs> like, I had an editor, which was a great thing. Uh, it, it, it was just like a very small time thing. So, I, like, I lost more money than actually gaining from these books. Well, you have I, fun doing I, it, right? I don't even think I gained like a total of $100 from these books. But I did have fun doing them
1: Okay yes, Th- There you go That's it's the whole point of doing it The experience The joy of doing it It's like some people Going to conventions Or vending at conventions Maybe they can't do Super well at it But they got You know The experience of Being able to vend mm-hmm. Yeah
0: so Like there's there's lots of Small stuff that I did That I'd rather have Like no one know Not even Sarah Because not even Sarah knows, knows about these books And even if she did She would never find them Like I can't find them <laughs> Alright That's the thing So Um uh, so these so these books are just out there, um, but I read a lot. These stories are um and I read these stories a lot, and that's probably the only thing I'm good at, which is writing plot lines, not necessarily like writing full stories, but at least writing plot lines, right? Right. Writing the rough ideas out, writing the um, uh, putting the ideas in the the progression, etc., etc. That's probably the only thing I'm, like, good at. But um, in terms of, like, the full, like, writing, I don't think I'm good at it. That's why I'll never share these books with anybody.
1: Okay, so that's the reason why you prefer to flush out your book idea, uh, your story ideas, fr- uh, rather than books onto comics. I- I'm sure if I did it
0: more, that, yes, I would rather publish them as, like, books. Or even just, like, online, like, novel things, right? Right. But one um again i know i just said earlier I, i'd rather not say i don't have time for it but i don't <laughs> <laughs> um writing a flash out story like that to the standard that i want takes way too much time uh, off off my end um uh the emphasis being like to the standard i want because i kind of have a high standard for myself when i write a story and like Unless I know I Going into it Is going to be trash I feel you I feel you Yeah Cause um Going into it If I know it's gonna be trash I don't give a shit <laughs> At that point I'm gonna write Whatever I fucking want That's kind of like That mentality I had in, uh, When I was publishing Like these very small books um, that like I'm gonna write whatever I want. The editor will come back to me with a bunch of these red ass marks just all over the pages. I'll correct them. We go back and forth a couple of times, and it will get published for like they'll print like maybe 50 books. Huh. And then they'll, um, uh, like just enough to, um, to like get like a small profit off both sides. And then, uh, we'll, we'll put them up in like a small bookstore somewhere. And then once those 50 books sell, then that's it. That's the end of the lifespan, it's done. Oh. Huh. So it it really is just like a very very small profit So yeah, it was just a very small time publishing company um, uh, Published around like maybe 20-ish books, maybe a little bit less It was definitely in the double digits, late 10s And then uh, they're all very short stories, they're all like very thin books But um, yeah, and then they were just in the bookstore and then we sold them and I made probably less than a hundred bucks total. <laughs> Cause like, um, how much all, did you lose? I personally did not lose that much money. Okay. Um, most, it was just time that I lost. Um, that's why I would say like, I, I didn't make a profit off it because if I really want to total up the time that I made the time invested to the amount of money I made, it was probably like less than 10 cents an hour. Like, cause writing a story does not take. It like, takes a long time. It is not easy, obviously, right? Or right, actually writing out a full story, uh, and just the time between writing out the full story whenever I felt like I had a story, and then giving it to him, and then he giving me back to edit and back and forth that several amount of times. It just it just wasn't worth it, right? Uh, and especially since we're printing just a small amount of books. Like, 50 bucks, you're not making making anything. You're making, the publisher company is made, probably making, like, uh, maybe $100. Maybe, like, 200-something. Um, which is why it was more like a passion project between us two. Um, but, we, uh, we kept in contact, and I kept writing stories. And then, eventually, I was like, oh, I don't want to write anymore. So, it just ended there. Do you guys still have contacts with each other? No, not really. Okay He's he's probably off doing Like his own thing Probably still publishing But probably for A bigger company now And I'm just I'm an engineer now So There's no reason To keep in contact Yeah
1: Life's just life Yeah Get into different things
0: It always made me wonder Like
1: What kind of uh, Other like uh, Options Would I have had in life Like say Well Give Give, give you this though Like uh, If you were to make $15 an hour Writing books Would you have kept up On that
0: at that age, yes, um in college, no um because fifteen dollars an hour, like writing books that's a lot of time to write a book say it jumps into twenty dollars an hour by the time you're in college you no know, here's the thing like that that's a lot of time investment, and you won't see that money until you actually publish a book and to make twenty dollars an hour um, an hour quote unquote because you're not being paid on the clock obviously right. but to, to make that much money um you have to be like an actual good writer uh and for me to get at to that point would take years i don't think i'm not a good enough writer to actually write out a full book or a full novel i i personally don't think so i think i'm a good enough writer to do like, like the very basics of a story or to um, write out scenes or write out like scenarios. Okay. But, not in, uh, but I don't think I'm a good enough writer to write a book, write a full, like a full novel.
1: I, I can understand you on the scenes and scenarios case because I can bring up, like, a different uh, scenes and scenarios for my different stories and ideas. Mm. But I can't really toss in, like, a beginning and an ending and toss weave in all the other information I need for this stuff. I can make the characters just fine. I can make characters interacting with one another. Uh, but I really can't make a story out of it. I actually—hold on. Let me grab it on my phone. I have uh, one scene where it's a fantasy world. Mm. Uh, they toss it in uh, with uh, like a whole underground dwarf uh type of uh people. Hmm. I had uh, I had an underground city called Motel. Hmm. Uh, it's a underground uh, um town occupied by a bunch of fucking moles. They're all very fucking stupid. I exaggerated that part. Uh, so the thing about it is that they, you start off going to the underground city Mm. and it's just a bunch of moles living their regular lives, but then you somehow end up flooding their whole entire civilization. Okay. Uh, so it's, you know, it's a whole accident where you dug into the ocean and now their lives are completely changed, but, uh, I want it to be so that. They're stupid And they're all okay They accepted their new homes uh, I want one mole guy To be thirsty From the beginning of the game Because all he wants Is just a drink of water And he's still thirsty By the end of the game Because it's salt water So he can't really do anything hmm. I want one guy To be uh, um, To just really enjoy Because he loves Taking fat baths I want one mole family to have lost their kid <laughs> And they're trying to figure out where he is And they're panicking And So, why,
0: why, so are you playing as the moles?
1: Uh, no, no, you're playing as a character Who accidentally flooded their house <laughs> Okay uh, you're, you're just a regular adventurer in this game But um, th- this mole family uh, You're talking with them, they're missing their kid And while you're talking with them You see a little thing bob up from the water mm. uh, the, um, It's the mole kid and for a second, you just stand there. You see the body just floating up in there. Then it just pops up and it says, okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. I want another dude to be, in, uh, to be in an inner tube where he's just chilling there. And you can stand on top of him mm. while he's in the water. But if you stand on top of him while he's in the water, if you stay for longer than 30 seconds, mm. you'll hear a timer go off, counting down from five, four, three, two, one, mm. And by the time it hits zero, he drowns okay you uh if you leave the room and come back, he doesn't respond
0: so what what's the point of this game
1: though uh I just it i wanted it to be like an adventure type of game where
0: there's the whole aspect of magic and weapons and oh so this this small town is only like a small part of the game yeah, it's definitely i I see what you mean now
1: it's definitely the more like humorous part of the town, if anything else uh everything else is just uh more aspect of having the grand adventure of going out on a journey trying to solve who you are but at the same time saving the world mm. you know just a small little thing that everyone has to do eventually in games yeah uh i always know because uh when i brought up the whole story idea with you mm I've actually had a bunch of story ideas that I've always wanted to flesh out, mm. but I never thought that I would have the time or really the skill to do it. And as much as I do want to wish I could just sell all my ideas, mm. I'm bad at writing. So I can't, I have nothing to really give to other people.
0: Right, writing is a hard skill to get good at, I think, because a lot of it is like uh, it's time and experience. I think writing is one of the full, uh the field skills. That you need to have other skills for um, For example, like um, Like Tolkien is a good example Tolkien is the author of Lord of the Rings, right? Right But the reason why his books are the way he is Is because he's also a linguist and a historian So that's why like the Elf's language is actually like an actual language It's a real language that you can speak Oh And like um. And that's why his books are fleshed out the way it is. Is because he's a historian, and uh, all. And that's why, like, nearly everywhere you go in Lord of the Rings has a, a deep history behind it.
1: Okay, so kind of like how, in order to write a good child's book, you have to be have a child. Not necessarily. Like Rod, uh, what's it? The... Wait, are you serious? There are actually people who've written child books without actually
0: having kids themselves yet. Yeah, Dahl. Um uh, I don't know if he had kids But uh, I don't Think he had Oh he did have kids oh. he, he had kids But um, The reason why I mentioned him Is because He hates kids <laughs> <laughs> He He's written a lot of children books A lot of children books You know He's written Charlie and Chocolate Factory He's written Matilda He's written uh, BFG So Big Friendly Giant. And he just hates kids He hates kids He does not like kids Oh huh. Uh and you can actually see that in his books because in almost all his books, the kids <laughs> suffer. Um yeah, there are people out there who's written children's books and not have kids. But I think the difference is um to write a children's book, you have to be really in tune with like your inner child. You have to really understand like how kids think. Right. Or how uh and write in a way that they can understand like the story from basics. Right. Right. Um, that's why I said, like, writing a book requires uh, writing, writing requires other skills. If I wanted to write a fantasy, I would actually need to know fantasy. Right. But if I wanted to write a mystery like I want to, I would actually need to know how um, mysteries are written and how, um, like, how they, how to develop a puzzle, basically. Do you think you have grasped on that? Not entirely. That's why. That's why it takes me so much time to write uh, things I want up to par. Go like going back. Uh, go uh, going back. Um, th- that's why I say like writing requires a lot of skills. Cause like writing character progression is one thing. Like writing a plot, uh, or like writing like a a scene is one thing, but to write a full story, uh, like, uh, I could write a character progression for like a mystery story, right? I can write a character progression for like, uh, how uh the detective as the further on he goes in further out the mystery, it like slowly turns him insane or something like that. Like I can write that development out, and um, and I can write it up to a point where I feel like it might be natural all the way through. But to write the mystery itself, that takes other skills that I do not have right now. Huh? Or um, or fantasy. To write um, uh, Like To write like a main character Going through like uh, A fantasy story Or like let's say A dark fantasy story Right And him Basically fighting off Like the forces of evil or Whatever But uh, on the way Like on the way there He The dark uh, The darker everything is he, he struggles to Keep himself happy I can write that character progression out And I can write it out in a way That at the end That like, he is like Despite everything he goes through um, He finds a way to Find like the good In like people and stuff like right. that That Like you could still I can still write that story out But to write the world of fantasy Itself that that would take me Other skills that I feel like I somewhat have as like someone Who played a lot of D&D and read a lot of fantasy books And that's something I somewhat have Um, But to write Like a dark fantasy world like that That takes other skills you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, ri- writing is one of those things where, like, you need to know other things. You need to have the experience of what you're writing, or at least done the research of what you're writing in order to write the thing you want to write.
1: I it's writing is definitely a skill that I need to capsize and try to get take advantage of someday because i do have a lot of story ideas i really do want to flesh out and a majority of them i want to be able to flesh them out in like a video game aspect or a comic aspect Mm. and the bad part about it is that i personally probably don't want to um Uh, sell it out to someone else to flush it out because for a lot of the game ideas i do want to do it myself i want to be able to either have like a small team or just do it all solo yeah and that would that itself would take a
0: lot of time yeah that's one of the reasons why like even if i had the skills or the time or whatever i would never want to become a game developer because being a game developer is so much more stressful and difficult than anyone who wants to be a game developer imagines <laughs> I, I think the only people who want to be a game developer does not does not know what a game development is like right because the, the stress of making a game a triple A game or even a small game is insane I don't feel like I would want to be one I think I'll be just unhappy until I'm done with it but even then I'll just be working on the next project and just be unhappy again <laughs> um yeah i know like game developers like you will be happy by the end of it but in a bit, of it, when you actually release the damn game, like, yes, you're, you're happy, and then, like, the game's out there, people are playing it.
1: And hoping that people give it a lot of attention, a lot of likes, and a lot of views, and yeah. good comments. Except that that's not the whole case with a lot of things. With a lot of games, it's just, like, posting anywhere online, like, artwork and stuff. Mm. You'll probably get, like, not that much attention, or you'll get someone, like, really, really ripping into your games, asshole. Yeah. And tearing it apart.
0: Mm. So, like... Uh, And I'm sure that's not the case Like all the time I'm pretty sure there's Game development out there That went perfectly smoothly And like Everyone's happy All the way through But The vast majority Of game development Is hell all the way through (laughs) Uh, Like Um Like Super Smash Bros. Melee And Brawl And even Ultimate For a certain extent Was it development hell? Sakurai Hated um like developing that game. He loves the games, right? Right. But and he has a passion for game development. But he um I think after melee was done, he was like, I never want to do this again. <laughs> because melee was made in such a short amount of time. It was made in like six months, I believe, or something like that. Hmm. Like a stupid short amount of time for a game.
1: Especially for a console and uh new aspects and new elements that's never been used before, if anything else, in yeah. its time.
0: So like so he uh like he did not like like making the game as it was going on. Um so uh game development is something that like it's fascinating to research and to like think about how to make a game and stuff like that, but actually making the game itself because it requires so many different things. And like especially if you're with a company, because the company has deadlines. Oof. for an indie development technically you don't have a deadline you're your own deadline so um but if you have a company you have a deadline and that is a mass amount of stress because to reach that deadline everything needs to go right the music the game debugging art plot everything needs to go right damn that's hell stressful jesus
1: so oh the kid in me would probably fantasize about wanting to make games but now i'm old enough to know how all things goes i probably never ever want to do
0: it unless it's just but, indie Yeah, you know, that's what i mean though like people who want to get into game development especially if they want to get into game development company like uh they have never done it before i don't think i have but I've done enough research Into how it's done That I'm like I never want to do that <laughs> Um. So like But that's what I mean Like that's why most people Are turning to indie um, That's why indie, uh, indie development Has gotten so much like High praise Because indie development Is like their own person And they release it When they feel like it's done What does indie stand for? Independent Independent? Yeah oh, okay Yeah so they're independent publishers
1: So they're usually like not a big company Either one person, small group
0: yeah, it's Either one person or a small team, yeah Okay So like uh, Doki Doki Literature Club was in indie game uh, Honey Pop was an indie game Undertale Undertale, the big one That was an indie game um, Toho All uh, the Toho games are indie games Cave Story Uh, Cave Story was an indie game Yeah. Bunny uh, of Isaac, indie game uh risk of rain i think was an indie game in the uh risk of rain one yeah started
1: out as an indie game i don't know if it became if risk of rain 2 still an indie game technically
0: i don't know i think so yeah. uh celeste celeste was an indie cool. game but yeah like uh that's why in development has been turned to a lot more because they have their own deadlines their own independent person small team um but usually to be at any development uh developer you need to have a lot of different skills Right. like for instance um Toby Fox he is not just a game developer uh he's also a composer music artist M- writer writer uh he has all these gimmicks he's character li- designs he's lived in someone's basement for a very long time but yeah like he he's not just a game developer he's also these other things uh like uh the creator of uh, Binding of Isaac, he wasn't just a game um game developer he was also a writer. He created a lot of the music huh. fucking th- uh the person who made the toho games that was all one guy, all of them? I think other than the fighting games, but even then that might have been just him, huh like uh all the shoot 'em ups that's just him, huh that's. It's crazy it's, to think about it. Then, like, um, oh, oh, what was it called? I think
1: that's the case for Momodora Oh, I've actually I've played uh, um the first iteration of uh, Binding of Isaac back when it was in Newgrounds too.
0: Yeah. So. Uh. So that's what I mean. Like. Okay. Yeah. Team Shanghai Alice. That's who makes the Toho games, and Team Shanghai Alice is one person. <laughs> <laughs> So he independently produces the game's graphic, music, and programming. It the Toho games one guy, and he just started his own
1: big old fan base from there on. Yeah. Did it start off as game Toho or? Yeah,
0: it started as a game. Okay, it uh, started as a game. I, I believe for the Atari fifty six hundred. What? Yeah, he was. He's an OG game developer. <laughs> How and old I, is he now? I don't know. I don't even know if People know Oh, People know what he looks like But I don't know If like Um He is 42 years old Oh wow That's not even Super old if nope. anything. He's just old school Okay Well Good on him Yeah So So game development Is like You need to have A lot of skills Similar to writing Right Yeah Except I feel like you need more skills for game development.
1: For game development, it's definitely important to have, like, your... Like, not just have the skills, but also, like, define it very well as well. If you want to make it uh, good... Um, I've always felt like I want to be able to get into that. Like, if anything, if I was to ever make a game, it would definitely be an indie game because I want to be able to give my... I don't think
0: you have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you're going to work for Nintendo anytime soon or work for the The big name companies Nintendo. to make your own game. <laughs> Nintendo, please hire me. But like, uh, yeah, it, it, making any game, it's it's hard, but it's more manageable than doing it like as part of the company and not be stressed.
1: Um, Plus, you get to put in your own personal
0: love and touch, and no one else can tell you no. Yeah, which is something that like. I both appreciate and don't like, but it's whatever. How so? Like, I appreciate people who put in their own love and care about the game. Like, obviously. But the thing is, like, at a certain point, the game becomes, like, super personal to the game developer. That depending on the personality of the person that made the game, that may not work out well for the person himself. The game might still come out fine. uh, But the person himself might not in a way that, like, if the game gets trashed, that's, like, a personal attack to them. But if the game gets big, then their ego might grow, or, like, they may become, like, have this weird superiority complex. I'm not going to call anybody out, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not a big enough person. Um, I'm going to take the coward's way out here. I'm not going to call anyone out uh, in, like, the game development scene for that. Um, All the games that I personally played and cared about um the people who made them are perfectly fine but uh i know oh here's a person that i don't mind calling out uh, because no one likes him no oh, oh, the oh. guy who makes pez the dispenser uh no not pez dispenser oh wait peggles no pez the game the indie game the guy with the um fez no pez hold on oh was it fez fez the one with
1: the hat yeah I played that game. Yeah, it was Fez. Yeah. It was a puzzle game where it had the aspect of 2D slash 3D. Like, the game, like, in the beginning was fine, but then everything else just became a chore of you had to find out, like, how to do this puzzle. And then eventually everyone else is just going to Wikipedia. All right, how do you get this? All right, so I can only get this specific item to 100% the game if I open the game specifically at. Uh, New Year's at exact uh, exactly this t- uh, moment. Mm-hmm.
0: So the game who made Fez? Oh, not a game. The, the person guy. who made Fez is called Phil Fish. Hi. And <laughs> he basically after making Fez, he became notorious for having not only like bad opinions, but being having this like weird superiority complex with people.
1: It, well, the game did get popular. So.
0: Yeah, the game got super popular. So he thought he was the shit, basically. So. The reason why I'm more comfortable calling him out Is because everyone knows this Uh, And like everyone Like this is a well like documented incident Where he made Fez And it got big And then he basically thought His opinions were right the entire time Right And that's why Fez 2 would never come out Because no one likes working with him And he got way too ambitious Uh, That's why I'm more comfortable um, calling him out He's probably a better person now After everything has passed Maybe Hopefully Right I don't know but um um uh, but that's what i mean by like independent that's the one thing i don't like about uh independent creators uh who make games depending on their personality is if the game gets big that can or the game gets like totally like trash trashed that Can have negative consequences for the actual creator himself because the game is super personal,
1: yeah. And they'll start spiraling into this section of going to every single YouTube channel, describing and trashing on the game, and just going to the comment section. Uh, I'll have you know that I, and all these kinds of sorts,
0: yeah. So, because, yeah, because like I said, like, this game is super personal. Um, overall, I think it's a good thing, don't get me wrong, right? Right, I think, um, games like Lisa and like, um, Undertale. Um, like Celeste those are games that would never be made unless they were indie right, right. Um, especially Lisa like Lisa would have never gotten made unless it was indie <laughs> no one would sell anything that depressing in dark. Yeah. no one would ever sell anything that depressing with the seems it has and no one would ever touch that game but because it was indie um, it, he was able to do whatever he wants with it and it, it has so much heart and soul in the game that you can tell that it's an indie project and it was someone's personal creation. Right. So that that's why overall I think yeah, in, indie games are positive. Uh, indie, independent creators are a good thing. Okay. I'm not someone who's gonna champion like corporate.
1: <laughs> <Like, laughs> Download <with> the business. <laughs> go business. Go EA. No, fuck them. Okay. Well, now I understand why people liked indie games and stuff like that and why the whole indie hype was probably... Like hyped in general, did they're good games? They got no, no. Generally, okay. Well,
0: I I can't say generally. I I will honestly say a minority of independent games are good. Um, uh, it's just that the ones that get popular are good. I think for every indie game out there, there's like nine other bad games. Um, which is know fair. It's just numbers and like I said, independent independent creation is hard. Yeah. Uh, independent game creation super hard. Um, so, because of that, like, there's going to be very few good products out there. So, it's just how it is. Um, and, you know, if you're listening to this and you completely disagree with me, comment. I'm not, like, an expert um, in game development. We're open people. We don't take, like, personal
1: attacks on anything. Yeah. If anything, it's good that we like to see and learn other opinions so that we can grow as people as well.
0: Yeah. And, like, if you do have a different opinion... Um, yeah, really do comment because uh, if I am wrong, I would at least like to know why I'm wrong, obviously, but you're Kevin, you're never wrong. that's not even true, okay. um, but yeah, that was a a long tangent of what do you like what the small things you like <laughs> that make you happy?
1: if anything, I do kind of like this topic, the whole idea of story building and uh, um, just being able to flush out your ideas because these are small little things that people start thinking about and trailing it back to small uh, little things that I enjoy I do enjoy driving a lot especially driving long distances if it's just me and my car because I like to blank out I completely forget that I'm driving and I just sit there thinking about comic ideas or game my story ideas and aspects and stuff like that and then 30 minutes later, I'll be like, oh, wow, I'm already here. Wait, I was driving.
0: Oh, that's a bad sign. If you don't even know you were driving. Yeah, no, I'm not that good of a driver. And yeah, that's an even worse sign. <laughs> like I get what you mean. Like, I enjoy driving, too. I enjoy driving by myself and just going out and drive somewhere. Because right. like I, I enjoy just uh, going out and just driving um somewhere, basically. Uh, just like aimlessly just drive somewhere uh because it very it does like clear out your mind and when you drive you you focus your mind at least is focused on just driving you you're not thinking about anything else that's important that you really urgently need to know so you, you tend to drift i i tend to drift a lot i tend to like just daydream sometimes while i drive um i, I am focusing while i'm driving obviously but like it, it's to a point where it's like i can think about other like more meaningless things While and drive At the same time Because it's using A
1: part of your brain And you don't have to Focus too much Of your brain On one thing
0: Yeah So you can You can use Your other Like The other percent Of your, of your mind Just to focus on Other things And you're not Going to focus 100% on like An important thing So or, um, While you drive So you're going to Focus on like The less important things yeah. and That's a very like Nice feeling to have Just to drift and just to like clear your head like that i i get the same feeling whenever i i bike in the rain really yeah when i bike in the rain i get the same feeling um what if it's not raining again it's it's less it's it's there but when it um because when i bike in the rain i just bike in like a neighborhood where there's no cars around right and it's just uh, just me in the rain because i like the rain a lot
1: that sounds like a really nice
0: aesthetic Sure. (laughs) I never thought of it like that. I mean, like, if...
1: uh, It's probably, like, one of those, like, lo-fi anime girls things where you see it on YouTube and it's just...
0: It's just an anime girl with, like, headphones on, biking in the rain. Animate that and put lo-fi hip-hop on it. That sounds really comfy, though. I mean, you can.
1: All right, hold on. Let me put down to my to-do list.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, um... But yeah, like uh, that—that's something I like to do, just bike in the rain. I don't do it as often more. I did it a lot when I was in middle school because um, I had a lot on my plate uh, during that age. So just clearing my mind like that was very comforting. So I—I I know what you mean by like just wanting to drive, right? Right. And just think about anything else. It's nice. Yeah, it is a nice feeling. Anything else you want to talk about?
1: Uh, let's see. I think I derailed it from this car
0: off to... It doesn't matter what you... De- like I said in the first episode, the Golden Rule podcast is tangent all you want.
1: Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, well, I do enjoy... Well, now that I lost my train
0: of thought. <laughs> Damn. Uh... Well, wait. We can go to my topic. Okay, go for it. Uh, well, my topic is more... is just really just directed to you. Because it, it relates nothing to me. Oh, what? Um, what got you into art?
1: Oh, well, I have a dark and terrible secret for this. Well, it's not really a really dark, terrible secret. If you actually have followed me from the previous ages... Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> fucking... I mean, like, it's not something people are essentially proud of. They either grow into it and they still like it a lot. I mean, I can still enjoy it. I just would not personally want to be associated with... It's uh so when I first started art was because of my little pony right?
0: Friendship is Magic.
1: And that was when all on Tumblr the ask blogs and every sort of like cool aspect of it was popular back then where everyone would have their own personal themed ask blog like say So
0: that is what got you into art? Uh well Yes, really? Yes. yes, I I thought you were draw before that, but I guess no. Really?
1: Yeah, it it was because I liked one little dragon character on the show, right? There's only one. Just just one. I'm like, "Wow, I like anime too. So let's make him a kawaii version. Kawaii Spike." It was it, I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed making the jokes. I enjoyed reacting to asks. I enjoyed my humor on it. And sometimes when I would look back at it, and I'm like, "You know what? It's pretty funny.
0: Have you gone back to that ass blog at all? I
1: have Well, no, this is the thing, though. I lost the password to it, so I can't get back to it. That's the only reason why I actually stopped doing that ass blog. It's actually funny enough. It's because of that ass blog I actually got to um, meet PK. Yeah, I I remember you telling me about that. She had her own personal ask blog called Pregunta Scootaloo, which means ask Scootaloo in Spanish. Mm. But then people think it's pregnant Scootaloo. So they keep asking her the exact same question, like, when did you get pregnant? How did you get pregnant? Um, And, yeah, no, I got to uh, meet her, follow her there. And then she stopped doing all these ask blog stuff. I still had mine for, like, three months or so. And then I lost the blog.
0: Well... Like, you say you're not proud about it, but there's a lot of people from the Brony community that transitioned out of Brony community. Yeah, yeah. Like, fucking, was it, DJ Brony? What was he called now? He's called Odyssey or something like that? I
1: don't know. I I don't keep up. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't even know any of, like, the face brands for, like, the artists. The only ones I'll know is probably Living Tombstone... Uh, Discord. I'm Melon at the Moon. No, that's it. That's it. That's the only people I know from the community. Everyone else is probably just a smaller ass blog that disappeared and eventually just stopped uploading. But,
0: but, but you know, like that's what I mean. Like there's lots of people from the Brony community yeah. that transition out of the Brony community and they just Stopped Calling themselves as <laughs> Bronies Yeah Like Olivia Tombstone Is an example or, Did your brony Was an example I forgot what they're called now But like There's lots of people From that community That just Transitioned out of it Yeah So I guess Technically You are too
1: <laughs> Yes Yes I would I would definitely say I transitioned out of it I can't say I cut it Completely out from my life mm-hmm. It's still a nice show From time to time But I I don't keep up With it at all Well it's over is it over? It's going to be. Oh. I think. Isn't... It's either going to be or it is. Aren't they going to toss in How many goddamn seasons is it? How long have they... Okay, so I I started art five years ago because of that show. Mm-hmm. And I had that blog for about a whole year. And it's because of that I got into digital drawing. And I started my fan base because of that. Then that blog died. So I had to make a new complete blog where all I did was just shitpost and draw whatever I felt like. Which was good. Uh, it was nice to doodle different comic ideas and different stories, but mostly just shit posts on memes and stuff. And that's actually how uh, um, PK Bunny got really popular because when Undertale came out, she really liked Azreal the goat boy in it.
0: Oh yeah, it, it's. Um, be, be, I, I'm gonna interrupt you. Go for but, it. But um, nine on the ninth season. It's his last season. Huh. And it's going to have a a movie already did. Already had a movie. Yeah. But uh but yeah. This is his last season. Season nine. It's done. It's, it's done completely? Yep. Huh. Well I mean I don't know, maybe they'll have another Equestria girls. Fuck up, I know, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't they have like four at this point?
0: I think so. You have four or three.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah no uh I have to at least give respects to the show for helping me start off, and it's because of that I got into art and now I'm a freelance graphic designer where I work with restaurants businesses and do a lot of posters and signs, yeah 'cause
0: that that show did a lot of did a lot for people, right like
1: yeah, honestly, <laughs> that
0: show started a whole convention, a cult of its own yeah. a lot of people and like, as much as people hate on bronies and Sometimes, rightfully so. But I'm gonna say most of the time not. Um, but as much people hate on Bronies, uh, it really the show really helped a lot of people out. Yeah. Like it, it really did make this community of people, and it, there's lots of good stuff that came out of it. Like, like I said, Living Tombstone, like uh, Did the really uh People uh, got to get into all the artists. Yeah. Yeah, like the, all those people. Probably would not have been there without My Little Pony, ironically enough. <laughs> well, it's their
1: collection. Of, well, it's like a lot of uh, situations with a lot of people. Like they start off like their small collection of people, then they start branching off with their new skills and new connections, and they just keep going at it.
0: Yeah, yeah it it's interesting to see how like the people progress out of the. The fandom they originated at. Like, I know Undertale is sort of like that. Yeah. Where a lot of people started out as part of the Undertale fandom and then now they're branched out of of it. They have their own stories. Yeah, they have either their own own stories, their own animators. Or their
1: own Undertale Ask blogs.
0: (laughs) Yes, their own Undertale Ask blog. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, like, like I know Sarah, um, she started drawing again. Because of Undertale J- What like She stopped drawing For a while She stopped drawing In high school Because um, She was always told That it was going to be A waste of time Basically Right Because um, Now who said that Everyone Because Being an artist Is not profitable It's not exactly
1: But it's still something You want to do If your heart desires it But at the same yeah, time
0: Yeah no like, I agree That's what I told tell Sarah Like she should draw and I say that now Even as she Draws <laughs> but, And that's good That's good Yeah. She's- But in high school, it's not convincing when, like, another high school says it, right? But when, like, all your relatives say that it doesn't make money to be an artist, or, like, when other people say it doesn't make money to do an artist, you kind of don't want to be an artist at a certain point. Yeah. You'd rather try to be something else. And it wasn't until, like, uh, Undertale, where she became drawing again. Um, And she... um, And then she basically... Got back into drawing a lot. Uh, so... That's... pretty understandable. Why... Um, people... Get attached to these fandoms. And then... Uh, transition out of it to a certain extent. Just to do their own things. Because they have... These talents. Like... Living Tombstone... Like... Before he was a brony... He was... Probably just still a mixer and a DJ. Right? Right. Uh, it, it just... It wasn't until... On the when LMP came out that he was inspired to actually make this and put it out there and make and get this fandom out there that really showcased uh, his product to everybody. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He got everything worked out for him and now he's doing it as his life and he's living out what he wants to do. It's 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 a miracle like a lot of fandoms like do this a lot too like Mm. God damn the Sonic fandom. I remember I had a um I had a friend who just threw nothing but Sonic fan art and now mm. he works for the Sonic team so that's good for him. Yeah. Like so-
0: <laughs> Sonic. fandoms in general is something I have a weird relationship with cuz I generally don't like a lot of fandoms.
1: Yeah, no. A lot of <laughs> people don't like the fandoms because of how like the people in it react.
0: Mm. Cause, okay, like the main reason I don't like a lot of fandoms is because it's a weird. I don't want to say cult. But it's basically a cult. Let's be you know, honest. It's, it's, not, it's not a cult. They don't worship the goddamn thing they're fandom. <laughs> Some people, though. Some people, but not all of them. But uh, they they either create this fandom um, off loving the show or hating the show, right? Wait, there's a hate fandom? There's lots of hate fandoms out there. Ooh. TV Universe has a hate fandom. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, um, there's lots of fandoms out there that like, they either love, the strip love the product or just hate the product. And that's, that's the same for uh, animation, that's the same for YouTubers, that's the same for movies. Um, but, it's very hard to criticize something when there's a fandom around. And that's what I don't like about fandoms. Right? Right. Uh, so, for instance, like, um the Steven Universe is a very weird example because it has both a hate fandom and a a fandom who completely loves it. Can it be a part of both? But that's the thing. P- most people should just be a part of both. Most people should like 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 if they like the show, they should like the show but also like all the flaws.
1: It it has a lot of flaws but at the same time it can be enjoyable. It's just yeah. it's just that Most people are either one side or the other and you can't help
0: but try to like defend each other at the same time. Yeah. Like, like personally, I enjoyed the show at one point. Sort of. I didn't, I wasn't, I never watched the show when it was coming out. Right. Um, I only caught episodes here and there and eventually I just caught up and then again, I just watched here and there. But I don't think at any point, like I liked the show. I, I definitely more hate it now than like it. But I don't have this weird fanatical hatred that people have for *The of show. I just don't think it's a good show. That's just it. <laughs> That's it. I just don't think it's a good show, and that I wash my hands clean of all of the complaints. But I don't think it's like worth, you know, all this hatred that it gets. Um, I think there's definitely flaws. I think there are good points to it. Definitely. Uh, I think, but I also think like it is just it has a lot of problems in it. But. That, I don't think the The hatred is enough To have this group of people Who constantly hate the show
1: It's I Whenever people hate things They just kind of like Book into it And some people don't even know Why they're hating it They just do it because Everyone else is doing it
0: Yeah Yeah I I definitely see Like most of that And it, it, it's kind of Annoying whenever I see Like Um Okay For example Again I'm not gonna call anyone out but when i'm on youtube right right and i see a uh, a youtuber or a, or something that's like kind of known for hating the single thing um that all they do is um basically shit on the product right right that is something that maybe the video itself is not bad at best but the comment section is just awful hmm. Because um, it's just people who either blindly is most of the time it's just people blindly agreeing to the person's talking right now. Right. Um, I think the only people who can do like hate watches, well not hate watch, uh like hate reviews well are your movie sucks and oh, Red Letter Media. Red Letter Media, their their Star Wars prequels reviews are generally great entertainment and they bring up a lot of good points. Uh and they're long the long reviews. They're longer than the movies themselves.
1: They're longer than the movies?
0: They're longer than the movies themselves. <laughs> oh. But uh they're entertaining and they bring up all these points in a way that you can tell what they're complaining about, right? Right. From both like an actual movie standpoint and both a fanboy standpoint. And that's just something that's very like, kind of, kind of, like, smart for them to do. Because, like, uh, the criticisms are uh, in the review are justified. But the way they frame the criticisms is framed be- uh, as, like, d- the dude is just a massive Star Wars fan, right? Right. Uh, and he's just, he's just, like stereotypical, like, overweight, like, nerdy Star Wars fans who's like, uh, like the sort of Misogyny-ish Kind of dude Actually Yeah exactly like that Right that, That's how they frame The review And his uh, And his perspective And his complaints Are legitimate But they're also framed in the way That like yes But this is how The Star Wars fan Sees it And that's why They hate the movies Right uh, And that's like That might be looking Like a little bit Too deep into it But that That is like How it Comes off uh, And your movie sucks Like the way he reviews movies as um like something he doesn't like, like his Neil Bream movies uh, that he reviewed, those are movies that like are bad, but they're so enjoyably bad that he loves reviewing them, Huh, right? Or um or when there's when it's just a bad movie, he explains it in a way that like these movies are bad because they do not work the thing they're trying to do or they don't work they're very they're very understandable why they uh why they're bad right
1: is he one of those guys who does like a movie counter of all right this is a bad thing count one you're talking
0: about like cinema sins
1: yeah i don't like cinema sins that much because they always count things that i'm like that doesn't really count
0: well he, uh, the thing but is it's, yeah it's, it's, i know what you mean yeah. i know what you mean and uh the the problem with cinema sins right it's not the problem with the channel itself It's just that people take them Way too seriously right? right. I, don't, I, I don't know if CinemaSins Themselves take themselves seriously But people take the channel itself too seriously well, How so? Because all I know is that I know it's
1: supposed to be silly
0: So they just kind of hit that ting every single time they can Yeah, that's basically it Because it, 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 The way people watch CinemaSins is like, is like an actual review But that's not the point of cinema sins, right? It, the point of cinema sins is to be either silly, where just like oh, it's this thing which is kind of like like narration, but that's bad, right? <laughs> because like you shouldn't just expose it to the viewer, obviously. But like some movies are, are kind of they need the narration, or like oh, this much time of credits because it's just like you normal normally. Or like common sense would dictate, you shouldn't need to watch like five minutes of logos to actually watch a movie, but it's there, anyways. Right? But people take it like too seriously, like, uh, every sin, quote unquote, is like an attack on their movie, but it really shouldn't be the case. You don't, you shouldn't watch it like that. I don't like cinema sense either. I think, um, uh, I think the dinging just gets like annoying to a certain point. Where, like, you're just digging random stuff now. But that's kind of the point of the of the videos, where it's just like, oh, um, all these small things are just... They shouldn't be in the movie, I guess? Mm. Uh, How can I explain this? They... Like, all these small, like, complaints are kind of what they are. They're just small. Yeah. Right? Um, So you really shouldn't take it seriously. Like... They're They're quote unquote sins But that doesn't mean Your movie's bad
1: You know uh, You know It's just personal opinions And opinions aren't facts So you know Eh 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 Even <laughs> Baby <big, laughs> <tiny laughs>
0: opinions Yeah I'm not gonna go into that right now
1: Well it's it's kinda safe to say that YouTube comment sections isn't exactly the most healthiest place if anything.
0: I don't think any comment section is the healthiest place, but that's just me. I'll but, hopefully one day have that good comment section. But um but that that's the thing, like right, let, wait. I'm trying to finish up my cinema sensing. People take cinema way too seriously because they see every cinema as an attack on their movie. But that's not the point of the video. The point of the video is just to comment like, oh, there, there's this thing that's generally known as bad, right? Or that's generally known as like, uh shouldn't be in the movie. So we're just going to ding it, right? Right. Uh, it's the same thing with Cinema Wins, right? Which is another channel where all they do is count like, oh, the good things they do in the movie. um, Where just because... All he comments things All he comments on Are good things about the movie Doesn't mean there's not Bad things about the movie Every movie has good and bad things But that that's kind of the point Of both channels I guess Yeah But it, it's just It's just something That I feel like people Take too seriously About those two reviews uh, And to finish up my thing On hate reviews um, The main reason I don't like other people Hate reviews that much And it's very Certain people uh, That again I won't comment on Because I don't feel like Calling anybody out um, it's not like they'll like bring out their whole raid and go after you. Yeah, no. uh, I feel like the problem is that when they hate review something, they jump to these weird conclusions that have nothing to do with the movies themselves. Um, I can't. It's hard to bring an example without bringing it up like a specific example. So I'm gonna make this super out there like exaggeration of an example go for it so for instance if someone was to review like let's say uh what's a what's a good movie uh finding nemo okay like if if someone was to review finding nemo right but they but all they do is like oh i hate finding nemo and they do like all these small nitpicks throughout the movie, but then mid, um midway through or like or or like part way through of uh, the review, they make this weird like jumping conclusion that like, oh, and also Dory's a psychopath or something like that. <laughs> and that's awful, or something like that. Uh or like um uh, uh what's what's the main character? Marlin. Or like Marlin's abusive dad or something like that. And uh, and that goes into like how much they hate the movie itself.
1: Just fan theories or like ideas
0: that not even fan theories. Just stuff they put out as fact, right? Uh, or like the creators, um, they put out this message, uh, and that is a uh, or like they put out this mes- message, and that's a bad thing, right? Or uh, when I say it like that, it's kind of a weird jump. Um, if you just hear it like straight up, but the reveal what they would do um what a lot of hate reviews would do that are bad <laughs> is that they will do all these small complaints and they'll use these small complaints to get to bring up an argument that like, oh, this person is a Nazi, huh, or like the creator is like a fascist, or this creator is like a uh like an evil socialist or whatever, or like uh, or this creator is sexist Because of all these things That they've talked about earlier So that that's something I don't like About a lot of the hate reviews I see on YouTube uh, Which is it's weird Coming from me because I'm a super critical Person so a lot of people will see my Criticisms as hate reviews Are they hate reviews technically? No, not really I don't hate the movie, I just don't think uh, These movies are good Like I'm sure people what to hear, like, my unfiltered version about all the MCU movies. Right. um, People would think I'm just hating on the movies, right? I just hate these movies because of the the person who made the, who makes the movies. Or, like, the, mov- the thing that the movie's trying to spread. Like, I just hate that. But I just don't think they're great movies, right? Generally. Right. I'm not going to say all MCU movies are bad. I think very few are, but I'm not going to say all. Um... I just don't think they're good movies, and I think that my complaints are to the movies themselves, and not to the creator, right?
1: I gotta admit, I really do like your, like, ability to judge things, because I personally cannot judge things for myself at all. I will just watch something I enjoy, it, simple enough, go on to the next one. My first ever Star Wars movie was, with you guys, actually, Rogue Mm -hmm. One. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I thought it was
0: neat. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, and... And you know that I personally don't like Rogue One um, But that doesn't mean that I'm going to discount your view It's just that I don't like it uh, in terms of, like, these aspects For uh, for To go into very shortly Because I don't want to go into a long tangent about Rogue One I just don't think the characters are very well fleshed out in Rogue One And because of that, I don't think the story works out Because the is all about the characters
1: I like Rogue One, it's just that, like, in terms of characters My favorite character died, so it's kind of really sad The robot Oh, no, they all died. Well, yeah, they all died,
0: but... Rogue uh, One was...
1: spoilers, but at this point, if you if you like Star Wars and keep up with Star Wars, I'm fairly sure you, you probably saw
0: yeah. Rogue One. Yeah, but to get to my point, like, if I'm going to complain about the Marvel movies, I'm never going to complain about Josh Whedon himself, right? I might complain about his style of movies, but I'm not going to complain about the person, Josh Whedon. Uh, Josh Whedon is the, the showrunner of the MCU. He's the person who basically controls all the uh what happens in all the continuities oh okay okay yeah he he is the person who mostly makes the avengers movies i think the first time i don't remember but yeah i have not really
1: seen a marvel movie either except for ant man which i watched with you guys and you no, i don't like but that's not a surprise <laughs> i liked it i like ants that's, that's my only argument for liking ant mans honestly I'm not a very strong critic or judgmental person that's fine I, I do want to build that judge
0: bone one day though you don't necessarily need to I think uh, movie criticism only really works if you want to uh, either make criticism as part of like your career as like a YouTube thing or as, like a review thing right. or if you want to study it or if you want to make movies. Yeah, it's definitely like
1: something you want to be able to toss out. Like being able to criticize something, know the goods and the bads of it, mm. will definitely help you with writing your own stories and uh playwrights, if yeah. anything else.
0: Like uh I I'm sure like you, like you you say like, Oh, I enjoy everything, but uh I'm sure if you look at bad art, you would think it's bad, right?
1: Yes. Because
0: I... you kinda know the the product personally.
1: If I get to know the product and the person personally, I can understand and probably judge the art. I think if anything, if I were to judge something, it would probably be games and their gameplay aspect.
0: Mm, yeah. yeah. Like for like like for me, like I don't judge games that hard. Um. I judge movies harshly. I judge I judge stories harshly. But gameplay, I don't give a shit as long as I'm in fun, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the difference. Like, um, I know people out there who just like hate like very clunky gameplay, but I walk around it because i gotta find it charming i guess (laughs) but that's the thing like i i may be a critic but i'm not a critic towards everything i'm a critic towards very very certain things everyone's Uh, got their own specific critics like maybe
1: some friends are food critics some mm. friends are movie critics game critics and some people are cricker crickets crickets just just crickets
0: Is there anything else you want to
1: talk about before we close out? Uh, well, I was thinking about, like, tossing personal stuff,
0: but I really don't know if I should. It's up to you. Like, I am sure. I am almost 100% sure that we are going to have uh you back or some other friends back uh as guests when me or Sarah can't record. So... You all, uh, like, people we bring as guests are very much welcome back. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. So, uh, if you feel like you don't want to bring up personal things now, just bring it up again in the future. Okay. Near future, who knows, but in the future. But is there anything else you want to bring up uh, before we close it out?
1: Mm, Let's see. Uh, Internet personalities, how people usually see themselves. I've always wondered, like, what would some people be like if they had, like, the fame and power? Like, what type of personalities really get destroyed by money,
0: greed, and power? If you want to know what I think about that, money, greed, and power, I think what kind of person change is, like, they have less sympathy or empathy towards other people. They, they can't relate as much right. towards other people because the pow- power kind of sets people apart from everything else. For, okay, for instance, I've I've said this before about teachers, where I think the best teachers are people who have struggled learning the thing they're trying to teach. Thank you. Yeah,
1: I've always thought that too because I've always said about like you know my teachers are really bad teachers and I really hope that I could teach so that I can show off that I could probably teach better than them.
0: Yeah, because like, um, because I bring this a lot, especially for math, because. Uh, A lot of people who teach math um, had math come naturally to them. Right. Right. I think that, uh, I'm not saying all of them are bad. I'm pretty sure most of them are probably good teachers. But I noticed that all the bad teachers that I had never had to struggle with the subjects they had to... Teach.
1: They just went through it, flew through it, and don't know how struggling kids exactly why they struggle. So it's yeah. hard to relate with them. It's hard to really exactly pinpoint. All right. So you're not doing this math correctly because you're not picturing these numbers in your head or something like yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and keep in mind, this mostly applies to like up until high school, right? Yeah. I think for college, uh, it, college is different because people who go into the major know what they're doing. Right They know People who Are art majors Know art So they can have a teacher Who knows art already Right Right Or do people uh, People who go to engineering Knows At least know of engineering Knows like What they're trying to get into So they should have a teacher Who knows what they're doing Okay But the difference between Elementary Middle school And high school Or For people Overseas uh, primary, secondary, uh, primary, secondary school. Um, like, the problem with that is that the subjects are required. Math is required for high school, middle school, and elementary school. You'll need it. And You'll you, need to
1: know it, how to do it by the end of the time you have. Yeah,
0: or else you'll fail. But the thing is, if you have a teacher that comes naturally towards it, they don't know what it's like for a kid to struggle for with that subject, and I think that's the problem with teaching uh, subjects that's required for our kids, right? Um, and like I said, just because the subject comes naturally to you to you doesn't mean like you can't be a good teacher. It just means that um, it's just that I personally ha- all the bad teachers I had through elementary, middle school, and high school. Are teachers that had their subjects come naturally to them. That's why I feel like I can't teach math towards um elementary to high school students, right? Um, uh, or at least I can't teach it in a way, or I can't be a very good teacher at it, right? right. I'm sure, like over time, I can, but I think off the gate is it's hard for me to like explain in a way that they can easily understand because I never had a struggle. Through elementary to high school uh, math It's really hard to jump in
1: Especially if you're like an art teacher And you just know exactly how to do this And you can't understand why someone can't draw a circle
0: Yeah yeah. So um, so that's what I mean I for- actually forgot what you were mentioning That I should brought this up
1: Honestly I forgot already too We could probably look at it, at it. Ah yeah. fuck it <laughs> it's, it's already gone uh, Let's see Well God. Just, that's what oh what no no no! With. I I brought this up because of like personal stuff.
0: Oh yeah, power power and greed
1: is yeah, right. Power and greed because I I was talking at work today with my coworkers like how a lot of like famous celebrities eventually just end up being druggies or they just become regular people who
0: not that many people talk about anymore. See, that's a different case because the problem with celebrities uh especially in Hollywood, is that celebrities um they live in this weird ecosystem where ha- being happy requires other things. How so? So okay, like like you said earlier, to bring a full circle, um <laughs> you say like the small things make you happy, right? Right. And but um those small things doesn't really require like material things. Right, you don't need to buy someone like walking fast in front of you, or well, you don't need to buy someone's reaction when you give them a heart symbol back, right? But celebrities, um, their happiness—not all the time—but generally, their happiness is reliant towards other people being fans in them or material things they've gotten from being celebrities. So. Like, for for example, uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, his happiness was very much reliant on people loving his music. Hmm. If people did not love his music, he would not be happy. If people hate him for whatever reason, he would not be happy. That's why he was hopped up on drugs near the end of his life. Ooh. So, Michael Jackson is uh i, I want to keep this sh- part short because i know he's a kind of a hot topic now because of the
1: neverland documentary whatever yeah, and the michael jackson fandom might not be happy about hearing about this
0: kind of stuff i mean okay i'm sure that they might not be happy but not, they're not gonna be mad off me mentioning how michael jackson's happiness is reliant on, off other people i don't think anybody's gonna argue that i don't know if anybody's gonna argue like celebrities um some celebrities happiness are reliant towards the fans they have right right um so like Michael Jackson like he was the most happy when other people loved him right uh, or when other people loved his music but he was also the most sad when other people hated him right so but that's what i mean by um his happiness was reliant off other people and other things Michael Jackson is an example of the fans uh, an example of someone who uh, is based off material things. Um, did this case count also for Britney Spears and stuff? Britney Spears is an interesting, interesting situation because her situation was like her happiness was kind of based off like writing the constant high, right? Right. Um, she, uh, and I'm not again, I'm not a celebrity uh, expert, so if anybody wants to argue with me in the comments, go ahead. This is mostly my speculation and my, um, experience reading and watching these celebrities. I know nothing about celebrities, so any. Anything- I, I barely know anything. I know very few, but Britney Spears is an interesting situation because her happiness was based off like, um, because she Britney Spears was a very damaged person, right? Right. She, uh, she had a lot of issues that she didn't, she couldn't deal with. But being a celebrity doesn't really allow you to deal with those issues directly. So she dealt with it in a way that most people in Hollywood did, which was drugs, (laughs) which kind of spiraled out of control. That's why her happiness was based off, like, ignoring the problems that she had. And the only way that she knew how to do that was through drugs. Fucking Logan Paul and Jake Paul, their happiness is based off yeah the fans but also like all the material things they have that weird like youtube flex culture out there that like oh here's all the money we have and all this stuff that's where their happiness comes from is the money it's not necessarily like the people but it's all the money they have and that's what makes them happy
1: So it's not just to us, but, like, a lot of different people have the small little things that really makes them happy. And if things change in this habit that they have, it makes or break the person, if anything. Yeah, it depends on the
0: thing that makes them happy. Like, I I, I feel like celebrities become different people because they kind of stop... Um... Their life's changed. Yeah, their life completely changed. They they stopped yeah. being normal people for a while, right? And after uh, their success stops or even continues, uh, basically after their success, they have to find other ways to be happy, to be fulfilled in life, right? Because uh, otherwise, they kind of go back to being a normal person. And depending on the celebrity that could be a big issue. Yikes. That's why that's why the only time you hear about celebrities after they're famous is either they're a normal person now or they're a really fucked up person. Right? That's the only time you hear about them after they're famous. Yeah. So is is people who either adjusted to back to being normal or never become normal again.
1: It reminds me of the one post I saw of Britney Spears like celebrating her kid's birthday with like uh, their kid is Frieza or there was a Pokemon party. I thought mm. that was really cute.
0: Yeah, and uh, and you know, on, on the good side for the celebrities, like most of the time most of the time they can transition back to being normal, right? Unfortunately not enough of the time. <laughs> uh, the Celebrities Being permanently damaged Is not an uncommon thing And that's kind of An unfortunate thing Because they're still people They're still humans So They should still You know Be allowed to live A normal life Right? Especially after they're famous But that's just my two cents <laughs> No,
1: no It's definitely Honestly A pretty strong opinion And something i would glad To
0: have learned From the great and wise Kevin <laughs> I don't think on that greater wise. Uh, like I said, I could be completely wrong about Britney and Michael Jackson. You guys can respond if you guys think it. I think so. Uh, I at least don't think I'm wrong about Michael Jackson. I I really do think his happiness at the time was very much based off other people and how their reaction to him was. Right. Uh, I don't think I'm wrong about that. Michael Britney Spears maybe. I don't know enough about her history, but yeah, That's my sense.
1: It's good. It's good.
0: Anything else? Let's see. It's you know, fine. You want to end
1: here? You no, know, that's the thing, though. I can't really think of topics ever. Like I usually only just start talking like randomly, like whenever I'm in my car, or when I'm like sitting down in my bed, just talk to myself, clearing out my mind. And that's the thing. That's one thing that I've been trying to figure out lately. Um, like when I'm hanging out with friends, mm. I talk in a more awkward and a more quiet tone. Yep. Where I do a lot of things that I immediately go, "What the fuck did I just do? Why did I do that? And why did why am I going to try to accept what I just did?"
0: Okay, here's the thing about that. And I think we should close out the thing uh, on this. Yeah, because I feel like. Um... Usually when I close, when we close out a podcast me and Sarah It usually ends on like an advice thing So here is my personal advice for people out there You shouldn't force topics up It should always be a natural thing Or something that you are curious about Right? Like whenever I bring up a topic That I'm curious about other people's opinions It's because I'm personally curious about it Like whenever I bring up like a political thing Or whenever I bring up like an opinion on a game that's why I bring it up Because I'm honestly curious About what other people think Right I don't bring it up Like randomly Um And if you don't have A topic to say Or you don't have much to say That's perfectly fine <laughs> uh, Cause like If you don't have much to say Then Don't say anything Just let everyone else talk And then Um If you have something To bring up Then say it But if you don't Don't say anything Because you don't need to Force yourself in there If If you are there And your friends Want you there That should be enough Right You don't need to force Yourself to have Conversations with other people That applies to everyone out there Um You should Be able to be comfortable Around your friends And family That You shouldn't Feel the need to Talk all the time Right You should just be comfortable Hanging out with people and I'm not saying like, uh, oh, I don't need to say anything, so I'm just going to be on my phone all the time. No, be active in the conversation by listening. Just listen, and if you have something to say, say it. If you don't have anything to say, don't say it. And if there's like a pause in the conversation, and there's something you want to bring up, then bring it up. But if you don't have anything to bring up, then don't bring it up. You don't force topics out there. You don't force yourself to... Have everyone else talk, or just have you talk, because if you do that, it, it comes off unnatural for kind of everyone involved, um, and this is not just towards you, Ben. Obviously, right. this is for everyone out there who have trouble talking to other people, and this is just like one small aspect of that. Um, talking in a very natural way requires um, being comfortable. And social skills. Not even all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have really bad social skills. Really? Yeah. I honestly think I have really bad social skills. Uh, I, uh, I have a lot of trouble introducing myself to other people. And I have a lot of trouble, like, uh, understanding what the other people mean sometimes. Oh, okay. That's why a lot of my conversation really boils down to, like, w- what do you mean by that? Or, like, can you explain that? Or, um... Or even, like, I I get it, and here's my opinion. Or, oh, here's what I think about it. it it's it's very much things that, like, I want to know what you think about, and here's what I think about conversations. It's not a lot of things about the topic itself. It's not, like, uh, it, it's kind of, like, instead of, like, let, let's use an example of, um, okay, here. Let's use an example of, like, a chicken crossing the road, right? Right. Uh, if you want to stick to the topic itself, you're like, the chicken crossed the road, and where does it go there? And where where does it go there? But for me, uh, for my conversations, and this is a weird example I know, would be the chicken crossed the road. Why did the chicken, why did the chicken cross the road? Is there a reason why the chicken crossed the road? What is it going across the road for? I'm usually yeah. not
1: that good at answering that kind of question. Like, whenever that does come up, I'm like, you know, I never really gave thought to it. I just kind of accepted it.
0: And that's fine. I think that's I think that's fine I, I think that People should be comfortable With silence In a conversation sometimes Just being comfortable Around other people Um And again like That I don't necessarily mean That like you should just be Out of the conversation You should be listening To a conversation Obviously But it It just means that You should also be comfortable Just not talking In the conversation Cause not talking Means you're listening Not talking Means that like Everyone else Has said their piece you You don't need to force um another topic up or to force the topic to continue, right right like if i said if I said like, why did the chicken cross the road?" and you explain why, I shouldn't keep going like, but why, but why, but why Because <laughs> this is forcing the conversation. <laughs> it should be the chicken cross the road, but why because of this, okay, then where did it go next? Uh, the chicken farm yeah, but why yeah, and then et cetera, et cetera, et cetera that that's just my opinion on like the way conversations are and trying to be social to other people and like i said i don't necessarily have great social skills i don't think so uh, i'm really bad in groups so uh because groups really drain my energy
1: are you better with like people you know or complete strangers
0: uh obviously people i know right but groups no matter how no, no matter what kind of people are in the group If it's, like, more than five people, it drains the shit out of me. Huh. I I don't like hanging around with a lot of people.
1: It's kind of funny. I'm, well, I'm not that good with groups, but I am actually very good with uh, talking with complete strangers Mm. and starting, like, conversations and understanding exactly how they're feeling. Like, if they're trying to make a joke or something, I completely go along with it and I understand it and make sure that no one gets, like, angry at anything else or something like that.
0: Yeah, that's just, that's just the thing, like. Some people are better at uh, at certain things than others. You're obviously better at talking to strangers than I am. But that's that's the thing. Like, if I could apply, like, the way I talk to people to, like, everybody, then I would be someone who's sociable. But I'm not. (laughs) And if you could apply the way you talk to strangers to, like, everybody, then you would also be very sociable. But are you? Uh, mm -hmm. I'll get there one day. Yeah, exactly. So... It, it's 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 a thing where like having conversations shouldn't be like a goal, right, right. It, it shouldn't be like, oh, I need to have a conversation or I need to have people uh keep talking, right? Having a conversation is just a it's just something that happens. It's a process, not a goal. It's a thing that continues a relationship. Whatever that relationship is, right? It's not something that like, oh, I'm I'm gonna, we're gonna have a conversation, and if we have a good conversation, then I get like points or something. That's not how it works. It's you have a conversation, and through that conversation, you get to know each other better. Okay. That that's that's just my two cents on it. Well, that's
1: great. I. No, I've definitely overthought this way too much. If anything else,
0: I you overthought this. I just went on like ten minutes of having conversations, <laughs> talking about talking.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like in overall, I've always thought about conversations. You need to do something. You need to get it done. And I've never really thought of, you know, you could just be there. It's not that bad. It's not the end of the world, and yeah. it's, it should be okay. I
0: should be comfortable. You hanging you out should with friends. be yeah. You should just be comfortable. That if anything, your goal is to be comfortable with the group you have. That should be the goal. That it that should not it should not be the goal the goal of you being uncomfortable, right? And there's some things that like just because you're comfortable, it doesn't mean that like everything's good. You be you could be comfortable around everyone burning around you. What? that doesn't um, like <laughs> that's an exaggeration. But like everyone else could be awkward and you could be comfortable, but that doesn't mean it's a good thing, right? obviously but it, i feel like that should be something that should be your first priority your first priority should be you being comfortable your second priority should be is everyone else okay right right um some people are more selfless than that that's just me personally but yeah that's that's what i think
1: thank you for your two cents <laughs> i'll save it up and hopefully get a
0: dollar <laughs> lots, lots of two cents today There's a lot of them So I think I think that's good enough For today I think that's a good count Thank you For Listening to episode 7 Of Just A Couple Thoughts Uh Today We actually had a A regular length podcast Um How long are podcasts usually? Um For me I usually like to aim for Around an hour and a half To like an hour 40 Okay Um Lately Um The podcast length Has been like an hour Hour 20-ish Or like a little bit Over an hour Which is not a bad thing Um if you have any questions, I have an email in the description. You can email us any of your questions. Um, if you if you haven't noticed, we didn't do any recap or response uh, today because I want to save that for when Sarah gets back. Sarah, we miss you. Yes, I, I miss you very much. So I'm going to say that when Sarah's come back. I know that we got a new comment on um, one of the videos, so I will respond to that in two weeks when Sarah comes back during our uh, Endgame podcast <laughs> Oh yeah, dude Endgame's gonna come out And we're gonna be Watching it Yeah, we are all gonna be Watching it together You, me, a couple of other friends Sarah Update people Update eight, eight or seven Yeah that's, that's coming up The dreaded Endgame podcast Episode nine <laughs> <laughs> But uh, So yeah uh, I hope you guys Had a good time Listening to us today uh, Thank you Ben For joining us For this podcast if you want to do any plugs go ahead um
1: don't shock yourselves <laughs> I, I don't know i'm just thinking about like electric plugs at this point but uh, i'm curious on seeing what you managed to title this podcast uh thanks for having me here it's been a wonderful time to just chill out with a friend and talk
0: yeah so um i will be glad to have you again whenever me or sarah will be a Unable to record. So I'm glad to have substituted for Sarah for today. Yeah. So thank you for coming over. And that has been this episode of Just a Couple Thoughts. Bye, guys. See you later.